So if you're wondering what to do when you find a seven-foot snake in your couch, well, you don't know if it's a seven-foot snake. All you know is there's a snake in your couch. I said I would call the There's zoo. a snake in my couch. Um, that what Woody says when you pull the string on his back? All right. Alex is on the phone from SoCal Rattlesnake Removal. Hey, Alex, how's it going? It's good, my friend. How are you doing? Pretty good. I love this. The story that we have and the video that goes along with it. Here's Alex from SoCal Rattlesnake Removal. Take it away. All right, guys. I don't even know what to do right now. Remove the snake! (laughs) Remove the snake! (laughs) Okay, so you are not a breeder, but you are what? Like a a relocator? Like an animal rescue type person? or, Or what? Yes, sir. That that's correct. Yeah, okay. just purely animal rescue services. Okay, and is it uh, how how big of like we don't have rattlesnakes around here. Uh, the snakes are not a big deal in in Iowa. Do, how often yeah. do you get calls? Oh, every day, especially summertime. I work you know twelve to fourteen hours a day. And every day, it's the same thing. They and and is your reaction like Indiana Jones, where you go? Snakes. Oh, no. Why did it have to be the snakes? Please, just give me, uh, give me a lizard, anything. So what's what's the story? I, I, I mean, you, I get the most random stuff, you know. So you never know. Every every job is different, so it it's always keeps me on my toes. Okay, and how are they all getting into people's houses? They they can't all be crawling up through the toilets, right? That's the story they give you. It's no. just okay. So how yeah, this I mean, get... it's, it's highly unlikely that they get in through the plumbing. Okay. But that's what they say. It's just like the guy who goes, "Well, okay, I was changing light bulb, I was standing on the ladder, right, naked, and I fell, and that's how the salt shaker got up here." You guys, I don't know how it exactly. got up here. Exactly. So in this case, there's a seven foot snake inside of this guy couch do you is that one of the things you ask him well how did it get in here well they weren't sure i mean they were just the the guy was just like hey there's something under my couch or in my couch and i'm like you know my mind i'm like it's probably a lizard and uh, because that's you know given the area the specific area where the snake was found it's just very uncommon for a you know any type of snake so when i came to the when i arrived i literally moved a cushion and there there it was you know and it's just it it blew my mind because this this is a very rare snake like this is definitely someone's escape pet and did you see um all of the snake or did you see part of it how did you i mean how did you know what you were dealing with right away there was a little space between the cushions, and I could see the the um, the patterns of the snake. Okay, and did you recognize? So that, that was before I moved to the pillow. Did you recognize the breed right away, or did you know? Okay, venomous, yeah. non-venomous. Yeah, I knew. I knew. I knew the breed because I deal with a lot of animals, okay. um, especially a lot of exotic animals. So I knew the breed almost instantaneously, but. Um, I still was just in awe because, you know, they come from Asia, so they're, you'll never find them out here unless someone's pet, you know, again, got out. Oh, so the fact that it's named a Vietnamese Blue Beauty, that means it's from Vietnam or from that area? It doesn't mean yes. like, okay, so I, I, yeah, I, okay, clearly I'm not enti- I'm not qualified to work for you. Right. You <laughs> could tell that we're the kind of idiots who would be calling you, Alex, oh yeah. my God, it's, a, it's an anaconda. <laughs> it's going to eat me. Although I do have kind of a business plan yeah. for you. I know you say you, you're working up to like 12 hours a day during the summer because of the, the propensity of there to be snakes in places they shouldn't be. But I'm starting to see like a business plan here. You remove a snake from one place and then place it 
In another neighborhood. In another neighborhood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> then you get a call the next day from that neighborhood. You show up. You take the same snake. It's like you and the snake have a deal. You kind of yeah. keep it on the low a right. little bit. You yeah. don't want everybody to know. But um, so how? Do, and then the neighbors are going to be like, "Wait a second! Didn't that snake look familiar?" No, no you don't understand no, 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 snakes. No. Oh, they're very different. Very this one different. is seven and a quarter yes. inches feet long. The other one was much much smaller. Well, what do you do with them? Yeah. So they get relocated. Yeah, back to a undisturbed remote location. So that way, you know what I mean. They get their second chance at life and. Uh, they're, they're, you know, obviously because people are their biggest threats too as well. So people are safe and the snakes get their, you know, second chance. Okay. So to like a zoo or do, because I don't know, it's somebody's No, pet. back to their wild, they're back to their habitat. Yeah. To, really? To their habitat. So okay. a lot of people live, yeah, a lot of people live on the outskirts of where these animals' territory are. So the snakes start encroaching because guess what? They need food, water, and shelter. And homes are definitely more desirable than their barren land. Well, have you them know, get a home loan like not much have, rain. Have, have them get a home loan and a cheap mortgage like everybody That's else. That's right. That's right. Well, they they, they they pay their they pay their way by eating the vermin. Okay, <laughs> right, you know what? That's probably true for some and, people. And Alex, it's free, it's free pest control. <laughs> Alex uh, is the owner of SoCal Rattlesnake Removal. Normally, when the phone rings, is there a woman screaming on the other end of the phone? Uh, it's it's not a scream. It's more of just like a deep concern and panic. Uh-huh. Okay. I haven't had anybody screaming just yet. Okay. Well, I think the indoctrinated would see a snake uh, or anything like that, and the first thing they, uh, when you say panicked, because they don't know if this snake is going to bite them, and if this snake bites them, if it's hazardous. And so, yeah, there's probably that kind of concern. You probably can't alleviate that on the phone. You have to come and see the thing, right? Well, no. So a lot of the times I have to talk them down through the situation to calm them, to de-escalate. Because what's happening is, is, and I'm about to break your guys' reality, is snakes are not aggressive, especially rattlesnakes and a lot of other species of snake outside of, you know, the uh, Western Hemisphere. So when you're dealing with a snake like a rattlesnake, they're purely defensive. So I have to literally encourage them to stay away because, one, the snake's not going to chase after you. Two, you get closer to that snake. Now that snake, you're going to go toe to toe with it because that snake's thinking in his head. He's like, I'm about to die. So I need to, I need to fight. I need to stand my ground. And that's the reality. You know what I mean? So I'm always just telling, encouraging people to stay away, keep a general eye on the snake's location. So that way, if it goes to the neighbor, you know, you can let me know. Or, you know, some people are like, well, I don't like my neighbor. Will. (laughs) So that snake comes face to face with a human. The snake isn't naturally thinking I'm going to attack you. The snake is like, I wish there was a number I could call for human removal. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's literally, you hit the, the nail with the hammer. All right, Alex, let's talk turkey here. I got a giant snake loose in my couch, and I got to call you. What's the, what's the bill going to be? It, it all depends on location. So that specific job, I was about an hour away. So I told him, you know what I mean, just because the drive time, um, and again, I treat every job as if it were a venomous snake because venomous snakes are, you know, if I get bit, it's it's just bad news, you know, yeah. a couple hundred thousand dollars plus weeks of, you know, rehabilitation or months. So usually I can charge anywhere from, from uh, just from a instant removal to like 75 to 250, depending on where I'm going, where the snake's at. Like, hey, the snake went under my house. Okay. You know, I'm six, seven, 280 pounds. If I'm under a house, it's not fun. And there's little mobility, and it's it's just highly dangerous, you know, because if I get bit, you know, then you're just going to have to carry out a dead body from your house. Right. Uh, and I suppose most people, do they say, I don't care what it costs, can you get here right now? 
surprisingly, it's I would say it's like a 70, 30, 30% say get here, whatever. The other 70%, you know what I mean? It's they're deciding whether to fill up a tank of gas or, you know, kind of pay to have me come out, take care of the snake. Because a lot of the times people don't understand, you know, they're just like, why would I pay when I can kill it? And really? I'm telling you, you know, you could kill a hundred snakes and that last snake can bite you. And I promise you, you will regret every killing of that snake because that one bite will, will literally traumatize and, and, you know, affect you so greatly. Sure. So 70% of the calls you take, they're either contemplating doing it themselves or they want to like haggle with you. Come on, my man, work with me. A buck 50, you keep the snake. You get to have him. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. And it's all about knowing your area, knowing your demographics sure. and, and areas like that. So, I, you know, with my hometown, I have a very generous or generous approach, you know. I take care of my hometown. But if I have to drive an hour, two hours, yeah. like, come on, guys, you know, gas is $1,000 a gallon. So I'm trying to survive, too. It well, is getting high out west, I heard. Well, the 70% who think they can remove oh, yeah. them on their own, that's where we come in. Because those are the guys who are going to burn their house down trying to smoke a snake out. And then we talk to them about, <laughs> why didn't you call Alex, man? He would have done it for a couple of hundred bucks. <laughs> Thanks for telling me now. <laughs> All right, so we know you got to catch a plane. Uh, are you? Where are you traveling to? Do you got a big removal job someplace? So I, just, I just came for. Uh, yeah, I was working in Oklahoma. I do a lot of educational events, so I was um, kind of just educating people on the conservation of wildlife, specifically snakes, rattlesnakes, and all that good stuff. All right, you said uh, getting bit is a big job hazard. How often has that happened? I've never been bit. Uh-oh. So you're kind of, uh, you seem that, to be that, overplaying that, the uh, <laughs> biting is a hazard card a little bit there. Well, the, the, the irony of the situation is even though I've never been bit, I deal with a lot of bite victims. And it's just, it's really hor- horrific seeing them from their bite sure. to the after- mm-hmm. aftermath. You know, seeing their, just the swelling of their legs. Some people get permanent nerve, nerve damage in the bite area, so they can't move. If it's a finger, like their fingers are stuck in places, or they lose the tip of their finger. It, yeah. it really is no joke. The venom. You know, uh, that's why I tell people. Okay. Like, hey, it'll, uh, it'll kill the that? tissue, right? Uh, the, 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 some venoms will oh, kill the tissue right there. They well, have what they call a, a hemotoxic venom, so that basically coagulates the blood, yeah. and that's what's that's what starts the necrosis, so the decaying of the tissue. All right. Well, uh, thanks for taking the fun right out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my man. Not for everybody. No, it ain't for us either. That's why I said if I'm calling you, I don't care. Do you take Visa, Square? What do we got to do? PayPal, Venmo? Just get here now. Uh All right, brother. Thanks for chatting with us. Good luck. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. See you. There's (laughs) Alex Trio. He's uh, the owner of SoCal Rattlesnake Removal. Okay, I get it now. They really don't know. I don't know. It's big. It's long. It's going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a snake. All right. I can tell. Don't agitate it. Well, I got to sit down. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes?